Thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 35, Growing Your Clientele in Your Business. This is going to be a really fun episode just because we do have a lot of you who are struggling with the core clientele. We understand the new client business really well. We understand new client offerings, advertising for new clients. We're taking new clients now. We understand that, right? But what we don't do a great job at is growing our core clientele. Now, the difference between new clients and core clients is new clients may only come to you one time and then never again. Your core clients are the consistent ones. They show up every single appointment. They don't know show. They buy your retail. They are consistent. Some of them refer as well. Your core clientele, typically in a business, 20% of your business is your core clients. That is what supports your business and keeps your doors open. Many of us though, however, do not focus on the 20. We focus on the 80%. We focus on the ones that are seasonal, the ones that may only see us once every six months. We focus on the new client that's going to come for a great deal and then they never come back again. When you understand the difference between your core client and your not core client, then you start to change the way you do business. And I've had this conversation. I've done this in master classes. I've talked about client appreciation. I've done this on my podcast where I've understood, do you understand your clients? Do you know what they want? You have core clientele. I've done all the things, right? But what people fail to understand when we talk about the core clientele is that they have to be shown public appreciation. They have to be publicly thanked. They have to be acknowledged and you have to acknowledge that without them, you would not have a business. And a lot of us forget that. We're so stuck into the day-to-day -day operations, making sure our bills are paid, understanding when to order, keeping up with inventory, whether we have staff, we don't have staff. We, we focus on those things, but we don't focus on who's keeping our doors open. How can we appreciate them? How can we grow that core clientele and find more clients that will be the core client? And a lot of us don't want to put energy, time, and effort into that process because it's not a short process. It's easier for us to advertise for new clients. It's easier. The core clientele takes work. Not only do you have to grow that relationship with your core clientele, but you want a certain type of core client. You want a core client is someone who's not going to no-show you. So that's going to cut out, you know, we're going back to that 80% over there. A core client is not going to complain about the prices of your services or retail products. Core clients refer. Core clients don't cancel their appointments. And if they do cancel, they reschedule. And core clients sometimes will schedule two and three appointments out to be consistent and keep their appointments. Getting a core client to become a core client takes work because your goal is for that core client to invite another core client. You don't want core clients to invite fly-by-nights, people who are not consistent in the business. Someone's just going to show up. No, 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 no. Your goal is to have those referrals from your core clientele refer people to become also a part of the core clientele. And the thing that I really, it took me a while to kind of figure out 
this because it was easy for me to advertise new clients. It was easy for me to put out a new client special. It was easy for me to do all these new client themed things, not realizing that I was setting a bar very low because even though I said I didn't do sales, I would do a discount for a new client and, and that client would never come back. But then when the client started asking me, my core clientele, well, can I get that discount too? And I said, no, there's no rhyme or reason because the core clients were the ones that kept the doors open. It wasn't the ones that only came to me for a special and left and never came back. It wasn't them. So when I started understanding, appreciating clients, showing them that I appreciate the fact that they're consistent in my business and without them, I would not have a business. It changed the way I looked at my business when it come, came to my clientele. Because the clientele, that's your 20%, which is your core clientele, do all of that. They do the things. They are the ideal client. My goal was to grow that 20% to 40%, 50%, 60%. Because the more consistent the clients became, the bigger my business grew. And it grew in different ways. And a lot of people think, Business growth is directly tied to the amount of clients you have. And that's not what I'm talking about. You could probably have a very small business, but have a 60% core clientele that will keep your doors open and refer to you. There are businesses, and I've said this on many podcasts, there are businesses that did not struggle in the pandemic because they had a 50 to 60% core clientele business. That Those core clientele were willing to support that business, even if they never stepped foot into the business. That should be one of your goals. That should be one of your top goals is to build your core clientele so that you will always have consistent income. Businesses that don't have consistent income don't have a high percentage of core clients. They have high turnover when it comes to clients. They're always marketing for new clients when you don't have to technically market for a new client, but they focus on that. So when we start talking about your core clientele, the ones that keep your doors open, the ones that are consistent, they don't complain, they show up, they buy your retail, they pay your dollar amount for your services. Those are the people that you want to have more of. And the fastest way to do that, client appreciation, y'all already know, I talk about this all the time. You want to verbally appreciate and visually appreciate those clients, whether you do an event or you showcase them on social media, you want to appreciate those core clientele. When I was doing my um, business, I would always take my top 20 clients and I would always have holiday gifts for them. They would always get a full size of their favorite product. They would always get something else. They always got a gift. My 20% I took care of. It did not bother me because that investment always came back. When I did my open houses or bring a friend day, it was my 20% that brought the friends and those friends became clientele too. I did the things. I took the time to invest into that core clientele because I wanted more clients like those core clients. So I had to put in in order to get. So when we think about the bigger picture of 
what exactly it is that we want from our core clients, it became easy to appreciate. So I always talk about client appreciation. I talk about whether you're going to do a virtual event or you're going to do an in-person event. Um, bring a friend day always worked for me. So they would always bring a friend. We would have free chair massage. I would do makeup application, makeup matching. We would always do retail. I didn't do services that day. Um, I would always have chair massages going on. I would invite the massage school because they always needed hours. I would get two or three students to come in and do chair massages and everybody loved that. I really understood why it was so important for me to appreciate them. But then I also understood why I had to grow my core clientele. Because here's the thing. And the reason I say it's so easy for us to not focus on our core clients is because we take it for granted. You can't tell me you don't go through your book or go through your schedule and, and count your money before it happens. You can't tell me you don't look at next week and then go and count how many appointments you have and guesstimate how much money you should make next week. We do that, right? But what happens when you understand that the more core clients you have, the more consistent your money will be, then why don't we focus on that? Why don't we focus on the bigger picture? We, why don't we focus on the more consistent they are, the more consistent my money is? Like that's really it at the end of the day. But the reason we struggle with it is because it takes work. Building clientele, core clients takes work. Understanding how important they are to the business, understanding why you need to appreciate them, taking time out to appreciate them, always has to be a part of your daily business. I love to see aesthetic businesses that just randomly do, you know, a donut morning or they do a, a, a nice a cupcake. You know, if you follow Nick Townsend on Instagram, he does this randomly. Well, he'll just appreciate clients and he'll have, you know, cookies brought in by glassy cookies or he'll have cupcakes that are brought in just because those just because events that people see that they may not have participated in, they too eventually want to participate in those random events because that is a, a sign that you appreciate the clients that come in and they keep their appointment. And again, it doesn't have to be something that's super elaborate. It could be something that is random that you show appreciation. You have to get into the understanding that if you don't have a core clientele, you're going to struggle. And if you want your income to be more consistent in the business, you're going to have to grow that core clientele. Growing involves investing time, energy, and effort into the people who keep your doors open. You know, the, the, the one thing I think a lot of us have always struggled with is this is a part of the business that we really just don't talk about, right? You're not taught in beauty school how to do business as an esthetician. You're just taught to pass state board to become an esthetician. So when we look at our business, whether we're solo or we have a team, the things that we ignore are the things that affect the business. 
When you ignore your core clientele and continually offer discounts and promotions to new clients, you are doing your business harm. It is not going to end well. Why would someone stay with you when you're treating new clients better than your core clients? And you're publicly doing it because you're publicly promoting those discounts and specials when you don't give your core clients discounts and specials. And the minute that new client becomes a client, they no longer get that special or that promotion. So what is it that you're telling your core clientele? Oh, I know. You're telling them that, oh, well, you're, you're a client. You know, I only do this for my, for my new folks. We want to welcome them into the business. But what if you change that around? What if you loved on those core clients all the time? And potential new clients saw that and they wanted to be loved on too. See, a lot of us get it stuck because we think that when we discount, we're building a better relationship. And you're really not. All you're doing is training that client to expect a discount. Then you want to one day wake up because you looked at your numbers and you realize why you're struggling. Then you're going to say no more discounts for everybody, even though that's how you got them. Which is why I say, don't start the discount game. Don't start it. It's a hard thing to get out of because you've trained those clients to expect a discount. And truth be told, the discount does not come from you paying less rent or you paying less for those products to use in the services. It comes from your hourly rate. You're taking from your own pocket. So if you're taking from your own pocket, why would you do it? I want to earn as much as I can. So there's no purpose in me taking out of my pocket to get a client. And then every time they see me, they expect that discount again. No, we're going to start off with no discounts, no promotions, no first time, whatever. No, no, no. Because I got to appreciate on the ones that have been here. I got to appreciate on the ones that are consistent. I got to appreciate the ones that put money into my account that show up every single appointment. They don't no show. They don't complain about the prices that I charge. They don't complain when I do a price increase. Those are your core clients. You want more core clients. The more core clients you have, the more consistent your income is all year round. There's no more ups and downs. There's no more busy season. Now all the time is busy. I'm busy all the time. So if you realize that and you understand that, then when you start looking at how your business is set up, who's consistently coming, who's consistently participating in the business, that's where your focus should go to. And if it's not there, it's not that you're doing anything wrong, but you need to take a look at what exactly you're telling all of your clients, new and core. What is the message you're giving them? Because if they came to the business and they got a discount and then they didn't get a discount anymore, why would they stay? That's how you established your relationship. That's why I say, especially those of you who are struggling, one, you're struggling because you're not charging enough for your services. Two, you don't retail enough, but you're discounting. 
when you can't afford a discount. You got to understand how to build a more consistent clientele by appreciating the ones that are, are consistent. And you want new clients to see you appreciating your current clients. You want to see, you want those new clients to see how you love on your clientele, how you appreciate the fact that you would not have a business without them. It's such a simple concept, but when it comes to application, many of us do not meet the mark because we're so, we're so not interested in appreciating our clients. It's comfortable to take them for granted. It's comfortable to um, know they're going to participate in the business. It's comfortable to do that. But what takes work is that appreciation, is that public and verbal appreciation, those random donut mornings, those random cupcake evenings, those random, uh, you know, everyone gets a rose for today, those random things. Those are what draw people to your business because they too want to have an opportunity to participate in that. And if you don't give them a chance to participate or become appreciated, that's probably why you don't have a big core clientele. You have inconsistent clients. You have clients that don't care if they know show. You have clients that don't care if they buy retail. You have clients that are okay with just seeing you once a year or twice a year. And that's a mentality that you have to change by willingly understanding the relationship that you get with your clients. It's a relationship. We are in the relationship business. So what you put into the relationship is what you get out of it. And if you're not willing to put into it, you're not going to get anything out of it. So when you start marketing, you can't market for new people. That's not, that's not a business model for success. The business models that are very successful and the businesses in our industry that are very successful are not doing new client discounts. They're not doing first time gift or whatever, whatever these people are doing for first time clients, they're not doing that. And there's a lot of successful businesses that are doing really, really well in spite of what everything else is happening in the world. They're doing well because they understand the core clients. And the more you have, the more consistent your business becomes. So you don't have time to try to market to a new client. Because those core clients are now giving true authentic referrals so that the referrals also become core clientele. See, that's the key to all of it. You got to get the folks to refer. And if you love on them, they're going to want to share what you offer and what you do because of the relationship that you're building with them. See, it's funny when I, when I talk about this because a lot of people don't acknowledge the relationship side of our business. The reason we grow in clientele is because we're understanding the relationship part. But some of us are still struggling because 
we don't understand that the relationship doesn't end after the appointment's over. It doesn't end and begin every time they see you. It's a bigger thing than that. It's that, that the client feels like they're your only client. And it's so funny when I say this, and I've said this many times over the years, that when clients feel like they're your only client, they like that feeling. They want to have that feeling again. They love when you remember birthdays, people in their family, drama that's maybe happening, something that's personal to them. We're, we're pseudo therapists as well. But they love being acknowledged as if they're the only client. You know, when I started looking for estheticians, it's always funny when I when I when I go to estheticians, and of course, when I find one that doesn't, you know, freak out and that's able to do what I need them to do, if that makes sense. Um, I always go to estheticians that typically are small business or solo estheticians. And um I like to find estheticians that I'm not seeing a client or I don't see anybody when I come in. Um, and it's something that as I've gotten older, I appreciate it because then there's no rush. So um, when I was in California, I had um, Samantha, she was the owner of Blue Tangerine and she had a, a, a beautiful spa and had other practitioners that were there. But when I came in all the time, I would be the only one in the waiting area and I would just sit and then she would come and get me. Like, I loved that feeling, right? When the esthetician I go to now is Monica and um, she is down here with M Aesthetics. And again, she has taken many of my mentoring classes. And I've said, when you make, when you understand that clients want to feel like they're your only client and when they come into your waiting space and they don't see anybody and it's just them and they're able to decompress and they're able to bring it down, it's a different experience. So there's no questions in the cost of the service because that's now a part of the experience with you, right? Which is why I say, again, you know, you have to think about when you start your business, whether you're starting it in a smaller location where it's a quiet and really nice inviting location, or if it's a, you know, um, studio where you, you are in a salon suite, the environment also makes an impact on your core clientele. Not saying that you can't grow a business in a studio suite, but the experience of that client will be very different in a studio suite than not. And I always tend to go to estheticians who are not in studio suites. Um, I like being able to come into a quiet space and enjoy the time that I have for myself. It's, 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 it's an experience that I pay for, but it's also an experience that I'm looking for. So it's also another part of when you start looking at your core clientele, what are the experiences you're giving them? Do they feel like they are the only clients? Or are you running back to back and there's clients that are waiting and people that are upset because you're running behind? Um, do you understand how that can also affect your business? And I've said this on many, many podcasts and lives that I've done about the customer experience, um, which is also a reason why your core clientele will grow. What are you providing in that experience with them? What is the experience with you? 
Have you ever thought about how clients are experiencing you? And are you offering something that you would in turn would do yourself? You know, my, my current assistant always says, yeah, no, I don't want my clients to see other clients when they come in. So I space it out specifically so that I have time in between. So no one is rushing. I'm not rushing. If I run a little bit over, I'm not overlapping. I have plenty of time in between clients for clients to come in and experience just me. And that's something that people are willing to pay for. But you got to understand that that cost per service is also what's included into that. So you may not be working on a client, but that time that you are, and see, this is where, when you start really understanding your numbers, that time that you have for your cleanup is included in your cost per service, even if you're not touching someone so that your hourly rate is being met. So if you do an hour service and then you want to have 30 minutes in between for you to clean up, go to the bathroom, you know, do whatever you're going to do, the price that you charge for that service is going to include that 30 minutes. Like, You can do it in such a unique way where people don't complain because you're making them feel like they're the only ones. And of course, my esthetician is is book solid because that is so funny. I always tell her, I said, you know, when you took my master class, I didn't think you were going to be book solid. She's like, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do. And it works. And she's like, I love when clients come in and it's just so quiet. And it's just me and them because they don't, they're coming to me to relax. They're coming to me for quiet time. They don't want to feel like they're rushed and they don't want to wait because I'm running over because I did not plan and schedule or I'm double booking myself because I'm not charging enough for the service to cover my hourly rate and cover the rent and cover everything else. So I'm including in your price, my, my cleanup time as well. So growing your clientele has to include you understanding that client experience. If you don't understand the client experience and you're not making that experience be so super unique, you're going to have a problem keeping clients consistent. And that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Your core clientele are clients who are consistent. But do you give them a reason to be consistent? Do you appreciate them? Do you understand what it's like for them to not only experience you, but what they're looking for in turn. And appreciation can be a variety of different ways. It doesn't have to be a full-blown big event. It could be little things every now and then randomly. And then you're publicly showing it on social media and your newsletter that you did donut day last week and everyone loved the donuts. Like there's so many simple ways that you can show appreciation without you having to feel like you're having to go over and beyond. But I will be very honest with you, growing your core clientele and understanding the client experience is what grows your clientele is going to be very different. And it's going to take time and energy and effort to give them that experience, especially if you're looking for more consistency in your income. The reason your income is not consistent, you're not consistent. You're not appreciating the people that are consistent. You're not understanding their experience with you. People pay for experiences. They pay for the opportunity to experience something that's going to be different. Are you willing to do those things? 
to get a bigger core clientele, to get your 50, 60, 70% of your business to be core clients, core, consistent clients. Are you willing to do those things to get it? And the thing is, unfortunately, many of us are not because we don't look at our business in that way. And it's hard for us to sit down and understand what is it that we are providing value to? How do our clients look at our business as it being value to them? And those are hard things to do. That's not something you come up with overnight. That's not not something you prepare for. But as your business grows and the difficulties you go through and the ebbs and flows you go through, you get to a point where you don't want any more ebbs and flows. You want consistent. And when you want consistent, you start understanding why it's important to look at the bigger picture of consistent. You got to have the clients be consistent for you to get consistent income. In order for you to get consistent income, you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to love on them. You're going to have to appreciate them. You're going to have to show them that you understand the reason you're a business is because of them. You are going to want them to refer. You're going to give them opportunities to refer. But you got to do things that not every esthetician is going to do, but you also have to understand the experience is the reason they return. So the better you improve their experience, the more likely they will return again and again and again. And that is how you grow your client, your core client. I hope this has been very helpful for many of you who are struggling with the core clientele. You're struggling with consistency. You're struggling with doing the things that um, people are wanting because you're not taking the time to figure out exactly what they want. But your clientele, your core clientele, the more consistent they are, the bigger the core client is, the more core clients you have, the more consistent your income is all the time. There's no busy season. When you stop saying busy season, or this is where my money's consistent, you know, the spring and summer is where I make most of my money. When you stop saying those words, your core clientele has grown. If you're still using the words, well, you know, I'm only really busy in spring and summer and I really struggle in fall and winter, you got to look at what you're not doing for your core clientele. You may not be appreciating them. You may not be understanding what it is and why they're coming back. You may want to change their experience with you. And none of this is, is set in stone. You can change at any point, any time. I would challenge you to do that. All right, guys, thank you so much. Click the link below to take one of my master classes and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.